As a person with a very deep voice, I'm hired all the time for advertising campaigns. But a deep voice doesn't sell B2B. And advertising on the wrong platform doesn't sell B2B either. That's why if you're a B2B marketer, you should use LinkedIn ads. LinkedIn has the targeting capabilities to help you reach the world's largest professional audience. That's right, over 70 million decision makers all in one place. All the big wigs, then medium wigs. Also small wigs who are on the path to becoming big wigs. Okay, that's enough about wigs. LinkedIn ads allows you to focus on getting your B2B message to the right people. So, does that mean you should use ads on LinkedIn instead of hiring me, the man with the deepest voice in the world? Yes. Yes, it does. Get started today and see why LinkedIn is the place to be to be. We'll even give you a $100 credit on your next campaign. Go to linkedin.com slash results to claim your credit. That's linkedin.com slash results. Terms and conditions apply. Quality sleep is essential for boosting energy, recovery, and well-being. So take your sleep to the next level with Sleep Number. With a Sleep Number smart bed, you can individualize your comfort level and enjoy a better sleep night after night. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now the Queen Sleep Number C4 smart bed is only $1,599, a saving of $300, only for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com. On today's wrestling news, we've got a CM Punk injury update. Who will face Mox in the semi-finals next week? We've got some news about some WWE NXT call-ups. Is LA Knight about to make a long-awaited comeback? Are you ready? Are you ready for the news time? Yes, my name is Phil Chambers and I'm joined by Gareth Morgan and Salty Sea Dog to talk all things wrestling news. But before we get into it, make sure you subscribe to the channel, click all the links in the timestamps for each individual story, comment down below what you think of everything and all that good stuff. But first up, CM Punk, obviously, we're going to be talking about CM Punk. It's all anyone can talk about this week, uh, but more specifically about his injury, his torn left tricep. Now, Dave Meltzer of the Wrestling Observer has reported that CM Punk has undergone surgery for his injury that he suffered doing a tope early on in the match against John Moxley at AEW All Out. Now, he has a, about an eight-month recovery time from this, quite a long one, mm-hmm. um, and he, the doctor recommended a quick surgery uh, to prevent muscle, muscle atrophy. Um, but so yeah, so he's out for eight months. Still, no word yet on what's happening with the suspensions and obviously around everything, everything that went on at the AEW All Out press conference. Um, there's yeah, still an ongoing investigation into that, so I'm sure we'll find out more about what's going to happen and like more sort of long-term uh, ramifications from all of that pretty soon. Uh, but we do have a little bit of extra news about all that as well, because Meltzer again reported yesterday. Uh, saying that a source said that when Punk returned after his foot injury uh, not that long ago, he said back then, about two weeks ago, uh, that the press conference at All Out was going to be interesting. So it does seem like Punk was pre-planning this absolute chaos bomb that he dropped on AW at the All Out press conference uh, quite a while ago. He definitely had some 
had some dirty laundry that he wanted to wear out and he was gonna do it by my god yeah we had a little bit of a chat about this before we we, we came on air and um it's it's one of those I, I sat there and watched the press conference again because it's one of the most fascinating things that's happened in a very long time which is saying something yeah. this year of all years amazing but you could just see in his face he, he had this thing in mind and the first person like he asked the the question i think it was nick hausman he was like oh do you still do improv and the first thing he said was no and it's oh, but you're friends with Colcabana, right? No. no. <laughs> Why are you ruining my bit? Well, I'm still gonna say it anyway, and it's it's. I'm gonna shoot anyway, goddammit. I'm gonna, gonna do it anyway. <laughs> yeah, you've got to salute. You got to salute the uh, the persistence there. He was like, I've got a plan. I'm gonna say it. I've been thinking about it for yeah. three months, and I'm gonna say this promo. Odd. Just a very odd time right now. Um, the. I think it's fascinating that the injury happened as well. Just it's, it's the perfect storm of chaos, really, because no matter what, that title was going to get vacated, which is, yeah, that's done itself. It's done whatever it's done. And the, the incredible episode of Dynamite that we got in the wake of that as well, it's just, you can say what you want about the company being in turmoil and the drama and all these things, but I feel like it's never felt as much like AEW this year as what it does now, like the old AEW where it's just building yeah, these stars. Yeah, definitely and... felt a lot more like the old old AEW. Yeah, not just trying to shoot on these big stars into the main event spots and just lo like bringing loads of money. Build people, you've got these talented folks there and speaking of talented folks that have definitely gone out and uh, grabbed those imaginary brass rings, you could even say, is none other than Sammy Guevara and Darby Allen. They had a big match on a rampage last night, obviously in the, the Champions Tournament crown of whatever for the AEW World Championship and they had a hell of a match and of all people it was Sammy Guevara who came out on top but he did not just beat him clean as a whistle or anything like that no there was a bit of a bit of shenanigans because uh, uh, Ty Mello I was very close to saying Conti that's not a name anymore so Ty Mello was at the side like she was causing a bit of chaos and Anna JAS was there as well and the ref didn't know what was going on the, the, the skateboard got brought into the mix and he like Darby, Darby Allen got power bombed onto the skateboard before getting just I think it's the G is it GTH the GTH finisher move battered him into oblivion and Sammy Guevara is now due to the next round where he's about to get killed by John Moxley which I think is probably pretty inspired booking because you got one of the biggest heat magnets like on screen kayfabe whatever you want to call it in Sammy Guevara right now going up against the the soul the heart and soul of AEW and that's going to be it's going to be magnificent I can't wait for that so that's going to be the next round the semi-finals and then the other side of the semi-finals obviously got Chris Jericho taking on Brian Danielson in an all-out rematch and this thing again the pieces have fallen into place and we've got magic again there's so much talent Phil Absolutely, it's crazy how this tournament's come together because, like, like you say, we've got I mean, Sammy Guevara versus Darby Allen, kind of storied history that you mm -hmm. can play into there. And then now Sammy Guevara versus John Moxley, the guy who single-handedly saved AEW with that promo on yep. Dynamite uh, against the guy who has been having again real-life backstage issues with one of John Moxley's best friends in Eddie Kingston. It's like, oh, this ties together so goddamn well. And then you've got the Jericho Danielson stuff that obviously can play off, and whoever wins that match. Uh, like to go on to face John Moxley, like Danielson versus Moxley is an incredible match, obviously, and a great story with the Blackpool Combat Club, mm -hmm. and a great story with the fact that like uh, Danielson's never won a championship in AEW. Moxley's like a three-time champion, um, mm -hmm. and uh, the fact that um, like Jericho versus Moxley as well, like bringing that background. Like, there's so many different stories that you Phil, can go with. Phil, this you're missing the obvious. Weather. You're missing the obvious Hello. main events of the sex cuts at Grand Slam. 
Why don't, why don't we just go down that route, eh? Let's have a little sex gods yeah, final. Maybe Guevara, maybe Guevara beats Muxley. I had it down as a, as a guarantee that Guevara, uh, that Guevara loses to Muxley. Maybe he doesn't. Maybe you do go with the sex gods. Never Either know. way, any one of these matches, I am here for. And none of it matters either because MGF is going to cash in his chip and win the whole damn thing right at the end, so it's fine. This is true. Yeah. It's all good. How yeah. have they managed to fix this? From utter chaos, this beautiful little phoenix emerges. Yeah. Uh, but anyway, <laughs> um, moving over to WWE for a bit. And uh, Toxic Attraction have been officially called up to the main mm -hmm. roster. Now, obviously, they were originally a replacement in the women's tag mm -hmm. team tournament. Uh, but then Gigi Dolan got a concussion in that. So that ended their run uh, in the little tournament. Mm -hmm. uh, but the main roster like call-up has apparently been planned for weeks. And it is actually come to fruition mm -hmm. on SmackDown last night where Michael Cole was saying that they're here to make a name for themselves and then they lost to Michael Gonzalez and Aaliyah in a championship contenders match. The dumbest idea in the maybe the history of wrestling. Yeah. I hate championship contenders yeah. matches. Beat the champions to get a championship match. It's really Silly. stupid. Um, but anyway, there's no word on if Mandy Rose is going to join them yet. Yeah. Obviously, she uh, unified the NXT and NXT UK Women's Championships at uh, Worlds Collide last weekend. Um, and she's set to be on NXT 2.0 next week with their big sort of one-year anniversary show. Um, so we'll find out if uh, that she's going to be called up as part of this. But right now, it's just Gigi Dolin and... Um, what's the name? I can't remember. JCJ. JCJ, there you go. It's an interesting one, isn't it? As a person with a very deep voice, I'm hired all the time for advertising campaigns. But a deep voice doesn't sell B2B. And advertising on the wrong platform doesn't sell B2B either. That's why if you're a B2B marketer, you should use LinkedIn ads. LinkedIn has the targeting capabilities to help you reach the world's largest professional audience. That's right. Over 70 million decision makers all in one place. All the big wigs, then medium wigs. Also small wigs who are on the path to becoming big wigs. Okay, that's enough about Wix. LinkedIn ads allows you to focus on getting your B2B message to the right people. So, does that mean you should use ads on LinkedIn instead of hiring me, the man with the deepest voice in the world? Yes. Yes, it does. Get started today and see why LinkedIn is the place to be to be. We'll even give you a $100 credit on your next campaign. Go to LinkedIn.com slash results to claim your credit. That's LinkedIn.com slash results. Terms and conditions apply. Hey everyone, I've been on the go recently. Phoenix, Kansas City, Chicago. If you're like me and have a home but aren't always at home, you have an Airbnb. Hosting your home or a spare room is a very practical side hustle. If you live in a big game town, you can Airbnb your place for fans to stay in. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash post. Before we go any further, though, this podcast is brought to you by Rocket Money. Do you ever feel like money is just flying out of your account and you've got no idea where it's going? Well, it's all those subscriptions. I mean, think about it. Between streaming services, fitness apps, delivery services, it is endless. I'm guilty of this, so I used Rocket Money to help me find out what subscriptions I'm actually spending money on, and it was more shocking than a wrestling betrayal. You see, Rocket Money is a personal 
enhanced app that finds and cancels your unwanted subscriptions, monitors your spending, and helps lower your bills. Rocket Money has over 5 million users and has helped save its members an average of $720 a year with over $500 million in cancelled subscriptions. So stop wasting money on things you don't use. Cancel your unwanted subscriptions by going to rocketmoney.com slash wrestling. That's rocketmoney.com slash wrestling. Rocketmoney.com slash wrestling. It's it's one of those where, yeah, it felt a bit inevitable. It felt like they kind of ran the race in NXT to a certain degree, like they won the tag belts. They are still quite green to, like, can't really get escaped, but I think you want to... Just throw them into that like sink or swim kind of territory and just just see how they, they get on because you can't really replace that environment of having to make things up on the fly and just the, experience the life of the main roster where you don't often get a week to prepare a match you just have to go in there and you get told like a couple of hours before okay is what you're going to be doing you got to just pick it up as you go i also think like you said it's fascinating to see if mandy rose does join them i think it does make sense i think they probably need that focal point it'll be really interesting to see how mandy rose is received on the main roster after going missing for a while obviously and yep. doing what she's done in nxt she's some would say she's not come on an awful lot like i think the character's better than what it was on the main roster but still when it comes to in between the ropes not maybe matching up to some of the other incredible talents on the main roster but you never know like things could just change she said she, she might suddenly get a bolt of lightning when she pops up on the main roster with toxic attraction they could become the next big thing we just don't know but speaking of people that could become the next big thing yeah we've got to talk about max dupree because he was also an xd call up that was a that was a couple of months ago and he changed his name from LA Knight to Max Dupree for some very strange reason. But after last night, well, during, I believe, last night's SmackDown, it was weird. It was one of them WWE.com exclusive thing, little clips that popped up. Yeah. Uh, we had Max Dupree pop backstage to the Maximum Male Models after they'd been involved with, like, in like an eight-man tag team match, which they lost. He was not very happy about this. And he gave a very cryptic speech. He was just mumbling loads of crazy stuff. And at the end of it, he said, you got to go through the day to get to the night. And then he kind of trailed off and just went, yeah. And a lot of people thought, oh, night. Yeah. It sounds like Elliot Knight might be on his way back, which I don't want to say it's long overdue, but it's long overdue, isn't it? He's, yeah. um, he, he suited that character to a T. It felt like a made for main roster character in NXT. So it was kind of odd that he didn't go that way. Triple H obviously had plans for that when he brought him in in the first place. Like I think it was like 2020 now, which feels like a lifetime ago. And I think Maxine Dupree could probably be the, the focal point of maximum male models on her own. Like that it doesn't, it's kind of odd having those two people bickering at the top. It just doesn't need it right now. So yeah, I think this, this is the right move. It's just a bit odd that it didn't happen in the first place, let's be honest. Yeah, it's this whole thing's been a bit strange. Obviously mm. maximum male models seems like a thing that was created to make Vince McMahon chuckle. <laughs> yeah, uh, it's very much has yeah. those kind of vibes. Um, and then he got bored of um, Max Dupree like in that role. So he brought in Maxine and kind of got rid of Max Dupree, but then Triple H took over. So Max Dupree came back. And then uh, obviously like, and, like LA Knight is more of an NXT mm. guy. So Triple H is probably wanting to convert into that and then leave Maxine Dupree. Mm. It's all a bit of a mess and all a little bit weird, yeah. but at least they're trying to tie it all together storyline wise. 
I guess. You know what we should do? We should get them all together. They should all change the gimmick and they should be the LA Knights of the Round Table. That's what I do. Yeah. And go down that route. <laughs> yeah. And get them all wearing full suits of armor and swords and Drew McIntyre can recruit them. I don't know. I'm just, I'm fantasy booking now, but that's what I want to see. Yeah. Why the hell not? It's no stupider than it is now. And uh, moving over to your Twitter questions. Uh, let's go first with Sally Walker, who says, uh, with Punk and the Elite gone for the foreseeable future, who on the current roster could use the opportunity to become a mega star? Ooh. It's a good question. This, There's a like, lot. Punk, Omega, uh, like Punk, the Bucks, and Omega are like four big big spots mm -hmm. opening up on like dynamite where on a tv show where like there's been like the roster's so huge that it's really hard to get oh. tv time like those yeah. three guys on a regular episode of dynamite would probably take up about half an hour of tv time between Easy. them so that's Easy. a lot of time for like new people to come in and fill yeah and it's one of those you've got you've got to break it down uh, i think into like single spots and tag spots personally i, I know a lot of people say oh trios because like the elite were the trios champions i think that spot's kind of been filled already with um, yeah. the death triangle thing that they've come up and there's there's plenty of trios i think that'll that'll sort itself out but in terms of like a, a top tag team and two real main event stars i think the acclaimed are there and they, i think they're gonna they're gonna seize that spot at grand slam personally i think it's it's been a project that's had its ups and downs but it's it's finally looking like it's coming to fruition now so i'm, I'm, I'm really happy for them because I, I love the acclaimed I think they're great. Yeah, and absolutely. then um, maybe on the back of that, if Swerve and our glory split up, you got two there. You got two people there that could definitely rise up. Keith Lee's just so over still. And I think he's not really been given that proper main push as a main event star within AEW. Yeah. And then I'd love to see Swerve. I'd love to see Swerve have Swerve's a go. Great, and then yeah. like Hobbs. Hobbs is there. He's just yeah, killed Ricky gonna, Starks. I was going to go with Powerhouse. Just, Hobbs is definitely a good oh. opportunity for him right now. Um, so and again, obviously they're already putting a big focus on Daniel Garcia and Wheeler Yuta, like they got the main event of Dynamite together. Uh, mm -hmm. So I think Garcia is one that you can 100% elevate mm -hmm. into a good position. And he's already there in a top tier storyline with like mm -hmm. two of the top performers in uh, Jericho and Danielson. Yeah. I think maybe it's time to pull the trigger on Danielson as your champion, mm -hmm. maybe. Because he will, like, yeah. if, if nothing else, elevate absolutely everybody up to his level uh, in mm -hmm. that kind of a position. And maybe yeah. strap up William Regal. I mean, come on, guy's over. Everyone's <laughs> loving him. He's right there. Uh, so there's a lot of opportunity in AEW right now. It's kind of exciting. Like what they've been saying about the roster being bloated for ages. These are big, big spots opening mm -hmm. up. It's time for people to step up and try and get into their shoes. Uh, and yeah. make it harder for them to be replaced when they do come back. I'm excited. And let's this. not forget that there's, there's Adam Cole there. Like, the, I know obviously he's going through all of his injuries and everything, but when he comes back, Yep, he's right there. That, that, that's just an open goal. So just the stick. It's an embarrassment of riches. Yeah. Plus you've got Miro, although he probably shouldn't have done that oh. by laughing face emoji because that's definitely yeah, sitting back a little bit. I think. Yeah. Not good. Not but he's good. right Will there. Will Ospreay? No. <laughs> maybe maybe bring Will Ospreay in to get the world championship. What? Uh, but next question. <laughs> Tiana B says, "Are casual fans still a thing? And if so, should they be catered for?" Mm -hmm. I stopped watching AEW regularly because I got fed up with having to Google stuff, and I'm not really a casual. I'm not sure with the casual fan argument anymore because I think it, I think there are just periods where people tune into wrestling just because of how they've been conditioned. I think come WrestleMania season, just the average Joe just does see it because it's everywhere because it, the yeah. way it's promoted and it's like oh WrestleMania is happening and it's just not promoted quite in the same way as periods leading up to like SummerSlam or in AEW's case like your, your double and offings or things like that. it's just not it's not there yet so 
I don't know. I wouldn't say there is. I think there's people who still talk about wrestling and maybe don't tune in as much and maybe just go through periods where they want to watch it and don't want to watch it. I don't think there's just a, an average person on the street that's going, yeah, I'm just going to watch Night AEW on a random Monday. Like, it's there's not. There's not that anymore. And there are diehard fans out there. Like, there are for anything. Like, there's, there's people who live and breathe a certain promotion, which is all well and good. But I don't think that's only the people who are tuning into AEW like the million people who are all tuning into AEW aren't all complete diehards like yeah. it's just not the way it is some people yeah. will just be flicking it through and going oh what's that oh that's pretty cool like it's I don't know it's a tough one that I think it's a it's a good point to bring up especially in terms of AEW because mm. there's a lot of history and stuff that they play off and it's good mm -hmm. that they play off there's a, like a rich backstory to everything yeah. and they use it all but they should definitely explain it a lot better on TV yeah. like I should be able to just turn on a dynamite and be up to speed with everything that's going on. Like you shouldn't have yeah. to go and like, like he says, Google things just to figure out what the hell is going on. Like there should be at least teases about it or the commentary should talk about the history or yeah. there should be something there that lets people come in. Cause otherwise it's just gonna be such a big barrier for new people to actually yeah. start watching. Whereas like, oh, if you don't understand what's going on, you're probably not going to continue watching, are you? Exactly, there's a difference between piquing your interest to make you go, oh, I'm gonna research that a little bit more to literally yeah. what is going on. I need to do my own research. Yeah. <laughs> like, but having said that, at the same time, they definitely shouldn't shy away from using the rich history and things and the, yeah. like, the elite storyline uh, and mm -hmm. like, New Japan stuff. Like They should bring all of that in. They should just mm -hmm. make it a little bit easier for people to figure out what yeah. the hell's going on. We're simple folks. We need, it needs to be accessible. Indeed. And the final question of the day comes from Hank McCoy who says, Hey guys, Vince and Triple H are huge, larger-than-life individuals. Do you think wrestlers need a giant leader to be kept in check? Like a big, big person or like a big personality? This is just a big personality. Like two different questions. Big person. Tony's got a big personality. He's, he's, he does. He's, he's something. He's, he's a big old I personality. Buy, I don't buy into this thing about like Tony Khan doesn't know how to manage the people. He's got two huge football teams. No, he definitely no. knows how to like uh, keep like egos in check and things like that. Yeah. A lot of, lot of history with these kind of things. I just think he likes the chaos. Not gonna lie. Yeah, he definitely he should have done a lot more to stop this happening at the press conference. He should have, been, like, mm -hmm. as soon as he saw what Punk's mood was, he probably shouldn't have let him go out and do it in the first place. And if he did let yeah. him come out and didn't realize he was gonna go quite as hard as he did, he should have stopped him halfway through and just let him backstage and quieted yeah. it all down. And at the very least, after Punk had done all that, Tony Khan should have got up his ass and gone backstage to try and sort it out yeah. between everyone because he knew it was going to boil over like you had to know yeah. and instead he just sat there calling out triple h for running shows on yeah. the same weekend as him and just handed so, his belt to punk going there you go mate yeah. thank you thank you for your serve and it, it just it didn't have a free. great look he, he should be better at this <laughs> yeah the optics weren't great on that but like you said he, he knows what he's doing like he, he runs two massive football teams and i think it, it it's a little bit tough because if you are a, a genuine fan of something like you've you've been brought up on something since a, since a kid you've been a passionate fan of something then suddenly you've got the keys to the kingdom so to speak it probably would do something a bit weird to your brain let's be honest like i mean i think yeah. for me i'd be a bit oh my god i get i get to i get to play wrestling now genuinely like it, it would for me personally it'd screw up my mind so i don't i god knows what tony's going through with it and he's got ring of honor there as well so i have a little bit of sympathy but maybe yeah it's i think the delegation aspect of it is something that he's gonna have to soon i think he started doing it a little bit more but yeah 
you've got to start surrendering up a little bit because he's got to, he's spinning too many plates and something's yeah. going to fall. That just it's just the nature of things. And I he's think he what, plays off the he's... work shoot angle way too much as well. Like yeah, he obviously has liked it and has done it in the past and it's mm. worked out well and it's like helped yeah. storylines. But at the same time, you, like the more and more you do that, the more you're going to push the line and the more it's just going to exactly. explode in your face, which it has done now. <laughs> Pick thy moments, I think, is the phrase. There so. it is. And on that note, thank you very much for joining us. Uh, make sure you subscribe to the channel, comment down below what you think of all of today's stories, and if you think wrestling needs a big leader or if Tony Khan can lead, uh, let us know down in the comments below. While you're at it, you can follow us over on Twitter. You can follow me at FillMyChambers, and you can follow Gareth at GMorgan04. And you can follow all of us at WhatCultureWWE. Ups and downs for Rampage and SmackDown is coming later on, so make sure you keep an eye out for that. But most importantly, have yourselves a bloody good day. Bye-bye. Do you love anime, gaming, movies, and discovering how your favorite pop culture affects everything you do? Then join us on Crunchyroll Presents The Anime Effect. I'm Nick Friedman. I'm Lee Alec Murray. And I'm Leah President. Every week you can listen in while we break down the latest pop culture news and dish on what new releases we can't get enough of. Whether you love movies, I'm going to tell you all about the uh, hopeful 4K re-release of Tron Legacy that happens. (laughs) (laughs) I'm right there with you. Or music. The music in this show is absolutely incredible. Or anime. And under this mask is another mask. (laughs) You can discover your new favorites right here on The Anime Effect. Listen every Friday, wherever you get your podcasts, and watch full video episodes on Crunchyroll or on the Crunchyroll YouTube channel.